podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, 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 and welcome this evening to uh, your Fantasy Football Scout video. You are joined by me, Andy, FPL Teach Mode, and we are also joined by somebody who isn't actually making their debut because they made their debut at the beginning of the season. We'll talk about that a little bit in a minute. Uh, Luke, FBL Irons, how's it going? Hello, mate. You've just reminded me that I made my debut. I had absolutely no idea. I'd completely, I just talk to you all the time. I don't know whether I'm streaming or chatting or tweeting. God knows. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we, uh, we did a little video, didn't we, at the beginning of the year, which was um, uh, players that might emerge that we're not expecting to have in our teams quite yet. I have not looked back and I don't know how well we got on there. <laughs> probably not well. No, probably not well. People in the chat, I'm sure, will tell us. Um, so, yeah, well, obviously, we're going to have a bit of a look at our Game Week 27 free hit teams tonight, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, no, in- an interesting one. I think uh, quite a lot of people will probably be on it this week, won't they? Lots of Liverpool, lots of Arsenal in our drafts, maybe a few Chelsea lying around. So, yeah, it's a good one. And then obviously a lot of us are on Watford and maybe a couple of Everton as well, and they've got quite poor fixtures. So it, it's kind of quite an easy decision for a lot of us looking at our teams. I think so. And I think a lot of people planned to free hit in this week as well, yeah. even if it was like just a week ago when they might have wildcarded. It just seems like a lot of people, like you just said, a lot of people are kind of have Liverpool in their team, triple Liverpool as well, although they might have taken Jota out and maybe not got a replacement back in. A lot of people have at least one or two Arsenal as well, and it just kind of makes sense. One thing I will say, though, is I think you're just going to talk about the best players to own this week. So mm-hmm. because of that, even if you're not free hitting, you're still going to get some use out of this, out of this video, which I think is great. Um, now, Luke, we were obviously chatting a little bit before this video was was aired. I say this video was aired before we started the stream. And we're going to say it now, a lot of the free hit drafts are very similar, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, it seems to be a hoping goal. Burnley defender, United or Southampton defender, Cancelo. Double City mid, one Man United, Son, and then Kane, Veghorst and Broha. What? Don't give it all away now. <laughs> it seems to, but that's if you look on Twitter, every every other tweet is that exact team. Yeah, then the same much. team. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that. Sancho. We're, someone we're might have Sancho. That. Someone might have Bruno. Yeah. But that's that's about it. <laughs> yeah, true. And I mean, we're going to talk about the fact that should that be a put off? Should that be? Oh, hang on. Everybody's going to have the same free hit team. Is there any point doing it? And for me. Twitter, and I mean, it really is hard sometimes when you're on Twitter because it, it it seems like the whole world is Twitter, but actually it really isn't, is it? No, no, we're in our own little bubble and obviously we all use whatever sites you might use. And I think if you were to go on any site and, and say, pick the best 11 for this week, it's very similar to what we've created on Twitter as this kind of little, probably, what, 15 to 20 players are all you'll see in any draft on Twitter in the free hit. But at the yeah. end of the day the rest of the top 10k top 100k top 250k wherever you might be ranked the gains you're making are the fact that you can have Kane and Son and also have Bruno and Maguire De Bruyne and Sterling they're where Maguire. you're making the gains Maguire so Ooh. little bullet header yeah. post, one of them. <laughs> he got it this week that was what was annoying uh yep. so for the people in the chat thank you very much for joining us we've got uh Amir Diol we've got Block 5 Nick Goldsmith uh, Matthew Kent, I recognise that name. Uh, Michael Svedin, Zvonimir Boban, I recognise that name as well. And IRL Sakina, they are all in the chat. Um, 
please do stick around to the end as well because we're going to answer as many questions as possible at the end so if you've got any specific questions to your team or anything like that stick around to the end and we'll try and answer as many as possible but before that we're going to have a look at my free hit team now this is a free hit team i made yesterday i will admit it's already changed a little bit so i do apologize uh but that's always going to happen isn't it uh we're then going to have a look at luke's team as well you're going to see that there are some similarities but i think it's really important to look at those similarities and think is that because they're the best players to get in? Is that because they've got the highest CEO? All those kind of questions. Uh, and then we're also going to look at the differences and look at some players that we haven't even thought about putting in our teams and going to have a bit of a chat about them as well. Because it could be, you know, this could be the week where you own a player that you aren't going to own for the rest of the year. It's just this one week you can do it. So we are going to talk about that a little bit as well. Uh, before I do, just very quickly, Rafi Smith in the chat. Evening. Fikri Evans is in the chat. Hi. And Graham Suckley is in the chat as well saying evening or good evening. So. Luke, without any further ado, shall we have a look at the draft that I have made? Like I said, this has changed already, but it'll be worth having a look at anyway. So my team that I have got, so I've got Pope in goal. I think that is going to be pretty template for anybody free hitting. Even for people non-free hitting, they might be thinking about getting Pope in. I've got Ben Mee as well, because obviously he's got a double. And to finish off that uh, Burnley triple up, I've got Veghorst up front as the captain. Then I've got Salasu. Uh, Cancelo, Mares de Bruyne, Son and Ward-Prowse and then the kind of template lovely triumvirate up front which is Kane, Weghorst and Barroja. Now first things first in terms of me explaining it a little bit I think the double up for a Burnley defence kind of makes a lot of sense for me. I think Crystal Palace and Leicester two teams that are struggling at times this year. Leicester aren't so bad in terms of attacking wise but I think a double up with with Burnley is absolutely fine with their two fixtures. Salasu is somebody I, I'm, I'm not overly convinced by people like Liveramento and that if he plays his game then probably is probably the best option but I just feel like Salasu is definitely nailed to play. Cancelo we'll talk about Cancelo in a little bit because do we go with that defender or do we go with three in midfield for City which is something we could discuss later as well. Maras and De Bruyne uh, that could easily be Mahrez and Sterling, could easily be Foden and De Bruyne. We're going to talk about that too. Uh, Son in the middle. I think Son and Kane is a lovely double up, which I think a lot of free hitters are going to do. And then James Ward-Prowse and Brogia. And I quite fancy getting as many Southampton players on my team as possible against this Norwich team when Southampton are home as well. So, Luke, get your big pants on. You're now on, a, on our video, mate. What, what do you like about my team? What do you not like about the free hit team? I like the fact you've gone triple Southampton. I haven't seen that very often. Yeah. To be honest, I think the majority is my internet's messed up a bit. Are you so still here, Andy? I am still here. Um, yeah, so Southampton <laughs> at home, uh, Southampton at home are very strong, and like you said, they're one of the informed teams at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, no, they're playing really well, and they've lost one game all season at home out of 12, so that's pretty good. Um, only conceded seven in those, uh, so, sorry, they've, they've been pretty good defensively, and they've only lost. Lost one one game. Um, yeah, they've they've conceded the fourth least uh, goals at home and the seventh lowest expected goals at home. So I like your Salisu pick, and I think I might sway that way over a Maguire or Dallow because United still I'm not 100% sure on, and that seems to be a lock in a lot of people's teams is United against Watford. But um, I'm not I'm not 100% sure, and also it will hurt just as much when um. If you go Maguire or Dallow and then King or Dennis score when everybody owns them, that's going to really hurt when you've got a defender that's had their clean sheet wiped out and everybody else gets a goal. So 
yeah, it, not many people own Pookie, so it won't hurt so much if you lose your Southampton clean sheet. No, but, exactly. Yeah, I, I think they're strong at home, and, and Norwich are terrible away. Norwich yeah. have scored only seven goals away from home all season, conceded 28. So I think going with an attacking double up from Southampton and a defender is, is, is a good pick. Well, you just mentioned something there. You said about Man United against Watford. On paper, that should be the easiest fixture. We should, we should all have triple yeah. United, shouldn't we? So why yeah. are we not all having Ronaldo, Bruno and Dallo in our teams? Just inconsistency, isn't it? You know, we all we all went for big on Man United in, in game week 25. And yeah, you know, if it wasn't for that 90th minute goal from Bruno, we'd have had a pretty bad time of it. Uh, yeah, defensively, I still don't trust United. Yeah. They've got better under Ranjik, that's for sure. They, they've improved the last five, six games, I think, since they, cha- they changed from the four treble two to the four, two, three, one, didn't they? And Bruno's gone a bit further up as opposed to being a wide player. And that seems to have helped the side a lot. I think that that that, that lack of a number 10 at the start, I, I don't really think Rashford or, or Sancho knew what they were doing in that system. Mm. Uh, Cavani and Ronaldo together up front, the press obviously didn't, didn't work, did it? So you've looked a lot better. I thought that yesterday against Leeds, outside of that mad two minutes you had, yeah. United were pretty, were pretty good. And it's it's that clean sheet. Like I've, Watford have just scored, finally scored a goal again uh, the week before they play us. And you just look at it and think, I, ca- I can't ever trust they're going to keep a clean sheet. Whereas you look at a Burnley defender, they've got two fixtures. You look at Southampton defender against Norwich. I would say that's more nailed on than a United clean sheet. And then Cancelo, who pretty much everybody's going to have anyway. Yeah. I, I don't know where a United defender is going to fit in, and unless I go, unless I take that Southampton player out, and I don't, I, I, I honestly, I think I trust Southampton a lot more. Yeah, I don't disagree, and also it's it's difficult, especially with this free hit where a lot of us are going to go big on Manchester City. You need a nailed player, and I, I think outside of Maguire, there is no nailed defense. Like obviously, the backline yesterday was uh, Wambasaka, Lindelof, Maguire, and Shaw. There's yeah. no reason next game it couldn't be Dallo, Varane, Maguire, Tellez. So outside yeah, of Maguire, and, and it's not a particularly fun pick, is it? Five, what is he, 5.5, 5.4 million? Obviously, yeah. he could get a, a header, but when you could save a million and go with a, a defender that's probably just as likely to get a clean sheet, and, and you can go even lower than that if you hear that Livramento's definitely going to play, get a fullback that's going to bomb on against the Norwich side, I think you have to go Livramento or Salisu over over a Maguire personally. If you need the money, I think if you don't need the money, then you can go Maguire. That's fine. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are trying to, they're trying to make everything else threadbare because they're trying to get these premiums in. And I've seen it a lot where the midfield is, you know, Mares, Sterling, Bruno, Son, and and you look at it and think that's great, but then the rest of your team is really struggling, or the bench is threadbare. And I tweeted today saying that. If you've got Mares, Sterling and Foden in your team, you, your bench better be good because you know one of them's probably not going to be playing, don't you? Yes, I, I managed to get Sterling, Foden, Bruno, Sancho and Son into a midfield earlier. But my first sub was Daniel Amati and I had to start Joel Veltman. And I thought, <laughs> I think I've gone a bit too far. I think I've yeah. created a Frankenstein's monster here. It's not working. It's interesting because if, if all those players start, it's the best thing to do. But I've tried to make sure that my bench is playing because I just look at it and think, I'm just asking for trouble. Like on a free yeah. hit, yes, go with those City mids. But see, 
I've been so tempted quite a few times to put five in midfield. I've been so tempted mm-hmm. because to have that midfield plus like a Sancho would just be lovely to have that. But I, I can't get away from this front three. And it's the front three that I think is going to be template as well. Kane, Beg, Horston and Brozier, I think a lot of people are going to have. And for good reason, I think as well. Kane was, he was so good against City. So good. It was like one of the striker performance of the season, which isn't saying a lot because strikers have been awful, but really good. Veghorst is now finally coming into form. And Broge is the best value striker all year. So it's kind of set up for that. But can you see yourself at any point going for that five in midfield instead of having those three up front? I think the only way I'd go five in midfield is if I went Ward Prowse over Broha or, or maybe yeah. a Kulisevsky. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I, I think it's. I, I was shocked that Broha's numbers weren't as good as I thought because he plays so well, but actually he does a lot of hard work for the team. You know, he's, he does, he's a yeah. big, strong guy that will run into the channels. I think it's one of those where he scored a lot of goals and he's so cheap that we as a as a community think he's a good player. Um, but actually he does a lot more hard work for the team than he does poaching. He's but like a Watkins. His numbers at home are very good. And against mm. this Norwich side, there's no reason why he couldn't get a goal and get you eight or nine points, which what, 5.4 million, completely fine on your free hit, isn't it? I think, because Ward-Prowse is the guy that ends up not being in my team. So the, the change I've made uh, since I made this draft was De Bruyne down to Sterling and Ward-Prowse to Sancho. And yeah. I look at that and I, I love that, but I just wish I could put Ward-Prowse in. And, and that's the, he's the one I really, really want because I'm not going to own him again this year. And I just really yeah. want somebody like Ward-Prowse because if Southampton score... It's more than likely going to involve Warprouse and Brozier, although they scored two this weekend and it wasn't them two, but more than likely it's going to be them two. Um, do you think that's the way to go? Would it be to take Brozier out and then free up that space? Because the other two, I think Kane and Weghorst, are definitely more of a lock, aren't they? Yeah, there's there's no way you can take... take I won't be going away from Weghorst and I think he'll be my captain, even though there's no logic behind that decision. They certainly <laughs> don't score goals, but... I, I can't not captain a, a a double game week player. I can't do it. So that will definitely he'll be my captain. Kane and Son, they're locked against that Leeds defense. That that Leeds defense is is dreadful. So oh, that's that's it, a foregone conclusion. Could so, be any score, couldn't it? Yeah, but it could be any score. It could be five four to Leeds. Yeah, it, like, doesn't matter. You know, it's, it's <laughs> it, that, that you've got no idea what's going to happen at Elland Road these days, do you? You know, they yeah. score two goals in twenty five seconds. So. Um, yeah, I, th- I think Kane and, Kane and Veghorst are locked. Bro has just such good value that it's hard not to pick him. Yeah, But I would love to go 3-5-2. I'd love to, but I don't think it's going to happen. No, I don't think it is either. I, and it is, that's, that's the thing that everybody's toying with, I think. I think it's that, do we go five in the middle and Kane and Veghorst up front, or do we go for that three that we know the majority of people are going to own? The other thing as well is, Bro's probably going to be owned by a lot of people that are not free-hitting too. So yes. if you're not going to be going with Brozier, then you're going to maybe be not benefiting where other people are, even though they're not free hitting, which is should be thinking about other teams. But it is there in the back of your head, I think, isn't it? Um, just very quickly, because a few more people have entered the chat. Uh, FPL SWAT is in the chat evening. 70s. Uh, Rich P is in the chat evening. Uh, Shakalaka is in the chat as well. Uh, and Jordan Garrity and Eddie Casey as well. Any questions, guys, chuck them in. Uh, but make sure you chuck them in at the end because we will answer as many as possible. Um, we will get onto yours, mate. Don't worry. I know we're just talking about mine at the moment, Rich. Uh, uh, Luke, sorry. Um, but 
obviously I've got those city boys in there in the middle, Maras and De Bruyne. If you had to say now, and this is such a hard question because a lot we've got like a week before we go in there, but would you say they are the two optimum people to have in the middle there from City? Uh, no, I, I don't. I, I think Mares and Sterling are the optimal pick. Um, yeah. I've put De Bruyne in my side in the same way you have, just as a kind of a lock. That I know that's going to be a City mid. So I wanted to put their most expensive midfielder in there just so I know I can then downgrade to anyone I want and then make upgrades elsewhere nearer the yeah. time. It'll all depend on on what people predict the lineup to be. Obviously, yeah. this week they went without Mares, but I think that was tactical. It made sense against Spurs. They obviously wanted somebody that can track back and help help Walker out with Son potentially and Sterling could do that a bit better than Mares. Mm. Um Whereas obviously De Bruyne, if 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 someone predicts that actually, let's say Sterling's the one that's going to miss out, or maybe Foden because he's been in the news this week, potentially yeah. Foden's the one that misses out. It is mum. Sterling plays. <laughs> if, if Sterling plays off the left and Mares is off the right, De Bruyne will be up front, won't he? Yeah. So if if, if all of a sudden we hear De Bruyne is probably going to start false nine and be in and around the box as opposed to making late runs, we'll go on De Bruyne, won't we? So. Yeah. At the moment, I'm 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 happy as I am. If we hear that it's the lineup that I think it'll be, which will probably be Sterling, Foden, Mares as a three, De Bruyne, and then Silver or Gundogan, and then Rodri, I'll likely go Mares and Sterling because yeah. I think in a one-off game they're the ones that can go crazy. If if Mares is a lock, if Mares is we we pretty much think he's going to play. He's the one for me on pens as well. Yeah. He's so lock. But it's interesting to say as well though if. Mares doesn't play makes De Bruyne even more of an asset, doesn't it? Because he'll be the one on pens. You'd have thought. This is this is the problem with City. I think Sterling took the last one when Mares. <laughs> it's in, where, but was that when he was on his hat trick? No, the one before that. So yeah, he took what the one before but he, again, ah. he, but he missed it. So, <laughs> so this God is the problem. Knows. This is the problem with City. They've all had a go and none of them are very good. So it's difficult to work outside of Mares. When Mares isn't on the pitch, they don't have a clue what to do. That's why yeah. people were talking about Edison last year, because they all kept missing penalties. And Ma- what a pen Mares as well against Spurs. Oh, literally, I was there thinking, oh, please don't save it, Larice, because Larice, I sold on my wildcard or whatever. And I was like, then I saw the pen. I was like, no, nah, he's never saving that. It's absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so should we have a look at yours then? Don't worry, we're going to talk about these a lot more, by the way, but we're just going to have a bit of a look at Luke's as well. So this is Luke. So he's got Pope and he's got Roberts instead of me. He does have Maguire there. I will tell you all now in the chat, he was absolutely gutted Maguire scored this weekend because he was waiting for it. Hopefully it'll happen next weekend. Then Cancelo, Mares and De Bruyne. But I think we're saying you're probably going to have Sterling in there, probably the same with me as well. Then Son and Sancho. We'll definitely have a talk about Sancho. And then the three up top. So talk to me. The main difference is there. We've both got those two City mids, which I think is pretty nailed on for most people. But we'll talk a little bit later about whether we only went with one. Sancho, Maguire and Roberts. Three main differences there. Talk me through it. Uh, Roberts, Roberts obviously signed from Swansea in the summer. Had a couple of injuries, picked up covid he was the, he was the long term replacement for for Lowton and he seems like he's now taken that spot. Uh, picked up an assist at the weekend and yeah, I, I watched him a lot in the championship for Swansea last year and in attacking areas he's very strong. So I personally think if there's someone that's going to get an attacking return and a, and a clean sheet and get me an eleven or a twelve 
probably going to be him. Uh, maybe would have gone Tarkovsky if, if he didn't have COVID mm. and had a bit more money, but that's fine. Uh, Sancho Sancho is the one that I like the look of. I, I, he's a player that I've not really looked at. He hasn't got a double coming up, so there was no reason for me to look into his stats. And as I was just mentioning about the, the change from the 4 treble 2 to the 4 2 3 one, Rashford and Sancho's expected goal involvement numbers have gone through the roof since you've changed to the 4-2-3-1. As I say, I don't know whether it was that they didn't understand the previous system, but between game week 15 and game week 21, Sancho's expected goal involvement was 0.19, and it's now as high as 0.71 since you've changed to the 4-2-3-1. So it's nearly quadrupled. Yeah. And I think that, that, especially from an eye test point of view, He's been so good the last few. It looks like the player that you signed for 70 million. So yeah. I think when it comes to free hits, I'm someone that watches a lot of games. It's a fun option as well, isn't it? He, he, he's he's fun to watch. He's going to get into attacking areas. His numbers are good. So yeah, I'm more than happy. I'm more than happy to go for that. Uh, we're not 100 percent sure whether Bruno's still on pens either. If I, I think if I knew Bruno was on pens, then I'd maybe push for that a bit more. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy with the numbers. I'm happy with the team Man United are playing in Watford. So San, Sancho, I think, is a lot for me. Do you know what? It's interesting. I, I messaged you, didn't I? When, I, when we were watching the United game and I said, I want <laughs> Sancho. Like, I really want him because he's so different to our other wingers because yeah. he doesn't cut in and shoot. That's, that's you know, Greenwood uh, and Rashford. That's all they want to do. They want to cut in and shoot. Whereas Sancho, he cuts in, he looks for the pass. That's the first thing he does every time is look for the pass. And I really like how creative he's being at the moment. And I think our team has needed that creativity as well, especially when you've got someone like Ronaldo up front. Like, you know, he's so selfish that you need somebody around him that's going to be kind of more of a creator. And I think Sancho's starting to turn into that person. The only thing I'm worried about, though, is Sancho running down, getting to the byline, crosses it back. And who's there to tap it in? Bruno. And neither of us have Bruno in our team at the moment. And he is going to be in a lot of non-free hit teams as well. He's going to be in a lot of free hit teams. And I'm just wondering whether we are hoping that Bruno does nothing and Sancho does something. But can those two things coincide? Because obviously at the weekend, four goals from United against Leeds. It was Bruno. What did Bruno end up with? 13, 12, 13. And Sancho ended up with 11. So I'm wondering whether could you get rid of a City mid? that is not going to be very highly owned and go with Sancho and Bruno instead. What do you think? Uh, potentially, but but I'm I'm all about maximising the points that I can get in this given week. I think Watford are a better side defensively yeah. under Hodgson than Everton are under Lampard. City are obviously a better attacking unit than Manchester United are. So hey? Sterling or De Bruyne hey? are over. Sorry, mate. So I, I, I do apologise. How dare you? <laughs> Even if you had the most rose-tinted glasses on, I don't think you could ever argue that that was not the case. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, I think, as I say, if I could get that midfield five with Bruno Sanchez and two City mids, fantastic. It's tough without a, without a terrible, terrible bench and a terrible third defender and maybe even yeah. downgrading Cancelo to a Laporte, etc. So, yeah, I, th- I think Bruno looks, Bruno's got his swagger back at the moment. He does worry me. That's that's the problem is now he's playing in that free role. He's back to his best. And yeah, it, it's it's a tough one. It's, do you know what as well? The the other reason I'm thinking Bruno could be even better shout is because we've got Atletico Madrid 
midweek. Mm-hmm. Ronaldo will be playing in that one. Will he get rested weekend? Watford at home, will Ronaldo... And if Ronaldo gets rested, Bruno goes up a level because he's starting to show that he can do it Ronaldo there anyway. He's starting to become that main man again. You know, Ronaldo's starting to go in the periphery and it's all about Bruno again. And you're starting to see what Bruno was like last year when he was an essential mm-hmm. asset. And I'm just thinking if Ronaldo's also out... I don't know. I'm looking at it thinking... I, the only thing I worry about is obviously I don't think Cavani's back for this weekend. Yeah. So who is going to be playing up front? Because that hurts Sancho if that focal point isn't up there. So there's some interesting things to look at. I mean, how likely are you, percentage-wise, to go without Bruno into this into this free-hit game week? I think it's a 50-50 for me at the moment. Is it? Uh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. I think it will be a... A Sterling and a Bruno, as opposed to a KDB and a Sancho, maybe and downgrading elsewhere to make make that work. Um, See, I, I yeah, messed up, it, didn't I? I messed up. I, why? Because I pressed free hit and put three City mids in my team straight away, mm. and and then brought Cancelo back, and he was point six million more, and I can't change that now. <laughs> so I got him at six point six, took him out to like have a mess around. Saved it and then went, nah, I do want Cancelo. And now he's 7.2 and I can't get him back to the 6.6 price. So oh, 0.6 million down the drain. I'd go without him. I'd go for Laporte now. Yeah. I think you'd have to. That's so I'm, much money. I won't lie. I did it and went, that's weird. Why, why can't I change about the 6.6? Because I own him at 6.6. But obviously that's not how free hit works. I've been playing the game for 16 years. And <laughs> I, I <laughs> did not know that was a thing. Don't get me wrong. They didn't have free hit for that long. But. Yeah, I did it and went, oh, dear. <laughs> That's poor. That is poor. Yeah, so that point six is going to annoy me quite a bit. Um, but yeah, if we were to say it now then, Bruno or Sancho, who's going to get more points this game week? Looking at Watford, looking at that, that low block, is it going to be Sancho getting in behind and creating or is it going to be Bruno? I would put my money on Sancho. Oh. The, the only reason I wouldn't go for Bruno, the only reason I write it if, down, if, chat. Write it down. Luke says Sancho I, if, will outscore. <laughs> if I post my team and Bruno is in the team, it's because I got scared. That's yeah. the only reason I'll do it. I like if, it. if I go with my brain, I'll go Sancho. If I go with the fact that I'm a terrified little boy, I'll be going for Bruno. Well, I tell you what, then I because we're looking at we've said this already. Watford are tightening up. They, they are not conceding as many goals as they used to be. And this is what Hodgson's all about, isn't it? Tighten up, make sure you don't concede. And that's the only way you can possibly get results. The two teams that you could target the most this week, actually three teams, Norwich, so Southampton, you've got to have some kind of coverage there. Everton, we're all talking about having triple city anyway. But then Leeds, everybody's saying Kane and Son and they're leaving it there. But Kulisevsky, when he played, he looked really good, didn't he? he? He's such a tall winger as well. I didn't realise how tall he was, but he looks... Yeah really effective down that wing and he looked really clever as well he's quite a smart player he wasn't just a kind of run down get to the byline cross it in he was really clever how he was playing that triple up of Kane, Son and Kulisevsky that could be gold just for one week couldn't it yeah I think he's underrated and I think it's just difficult isn't it because obviously he's had one one good game and we saw it a few years ago when Bergwijn had his debut for Spurs against Man City mm. he looked incredible so <laughs> yeah there's just not there's not enough for us to know anything about him, really, he's, he he wasn't fantastic at, at Juventus either. So, yeah, I th- it's it's just one game. You could one hundred percent punt on him. What is he? Is he six mil? 
I don't, do you know what? I don't know, actually. I'll look it up while I you're think, talking. I think he's as low as six mil. Which... Oh, there we go. I think we're back on. I think we're back on. Sorry, chat. Let me know if we're back or not. Hi, everyone. Just taking a break here to mention this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. That's a better H-E-L-P. We all know that everything that's going on in the world is putting a strain on all of us. And reaching out to speak to someone is a good idea uh, if you are struggling. BetterHelp is an app that can help improve your mental health. And you can match with your own licensed professional therapist within 48 hours. It provides a secure online platform for professional therapy who have a broad range of experience. And this might not always be available locally to you. It lets you do this from your own home through video or phone sessions at times that suit you. You can even log into the app and send a message to your therapist 24-7 who will reply with a timely and thoughtful response. Note that it's also more affordable uh, than traditional offline therapy and there is financial aid available to you too. Uh, if you don't get on with your therapist, you can change therapists for free. Note that this is a US app, but there are clients worldwide, over 2 million of them, uh, but do bear in mind of the time differences if you do decide to sign up, uh, you can visit the website, which is betterhelp, betterhelp.com. Uh, you can check out the reviews, betterhelp.com forward slash reviews. Uh, there's people who've said that they love it because they hate going uh, places and they don't feel comfortable um, doing so, but they, they've they you know felt really good doing it through BetterHelp. Uh, other people have said that they're quick to respond to their messages, kind and understanding, and they feel comfortable opening up um, over the app without a fear of being judged. So if you like the sound of that, you can get 10% off your first month. Just go to betterhelp, betterhelp.com forward slash scouts. That gets you 10% off your first month and you can join all the people uh, that are using the app. It's the Somerset Wi-Fi. I do apologise. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Kulisevsky is who we were talking about, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, if we don't oh, fancy it. Not for me. I just think that there's there's better options that we know more about at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah, that's fair enough, I think. Um, so the only thing I will say, there's some teams that we haven't discussed here, aren't there? And when I first looked at it, I actually quite fancied uh, <laughs> Leicester against Burnley. So I quite fancy someone like Dakar up top or someone like Madison. Um, are we looking at them at all? Obviously, they're feeling a little bit all over the place, aren't they? Yeah, I think, I think if this was... A single game week you might do I just think it's it seems counterintuitive to go for Leicester when you're probably going to double up on the Burnley defence yeah. I think you're you're obviously hoping for that Burnley clean sheet aren't you so it's not it wouldn't be particularly fun to own Harvey Barnes or Madison or Daka when their goal would gain you four or five points and wipe out two clean sheets so yeah. it's just, again it's it's a free hit I think you have to maximise the points that are possible and I just think that wouldn't and also it just wouldn't be particularly fun to to sit and watch Super Sunday or whenever the game's on, or what would be the midweek game, and see that you've got a double wipeout because your one player scored a goal, or, yeah. or especially when Leicester score a goal, your player didn't score and it wiped out your clean sheet. That'd be really painful. Yeah, you got to do it. It's, it's like you got to stack, haven't you? You got to make sure you've got all the players from one team and just hope that result goes exactly your way. Yeah. Um, right, before my internet completely goes kaput again. Should we try and have a bit of a Q&A now? Should we ask people to put some Go questions in the chat and we will answer as many as possible? Uh, people are ripping me to shreds about my Somerset Wi-Fi. I do apologise. Yeah. Literally, there's a guy outside running around on a little wheel, trying his best to sort my Wi-Fi out. But I don't pay him enough, do I, Luke? No, I, I desperately wanted to have a nice chat with Andy. I've not spoken to him about FPL for for, for months on, on a stream or a video. And this this is completely ruining it, if I'm honest. 
Uh, I can I can stick my head out the door and shout at Az to try and run a bit faster if you like. Give it a go. Give, go a bit faster. <laughs> <laughs> go a bit faster, Az. Go a bit faster, Az. <laughs> <laughs> oh, genuinely, if you poke your head out my at my door, you could hear cows moving. Um, you actually can. There's loads of cows in the field opposite me. Um, right here we go. Yeah, loads of people saying get a get one of those power like you know one of the uh, Ethernet cables. That might be a better shout. Uh, Amadio says Palace Defender is are they worth a shout? Potentially, their the expected goals conceded is pretty strong. They're not, they're not a bad outfit at all. But again, it's more the the upside. I don't see a defender there that's gonna. I think you have to punt on a defender you fancy to get you a clean sheet and maybe a goal or an assist. That's why I've gone Roberts, Cancelo, Maguire. All of them can can get me a haul. Yeah. Whereas I think you look at Anderson or Gehi, they get they're gonna if they get a clean sheet, they might get some bonus, maybe get you a seven or eight. But again. It's about making sure you can get you get your get the most points you can. And again, their fixture is against um, Burnley, isn't it? So yeah. you, especially if you're captain in Veghorst, I think if you don't own Veghorst in your in your in your uh, in your free hit draft, then yeah, feel free to go for a Palace defender. But I, I won't be going for a Palace defender when I want my captain to score a goal against them. Yeah. Um. Thickry Evans says, should I do Bowen and Calvert-Lewin to Son Ambrosia for a minus four? It's so team defense. It depends on what you're doing in the future as well. But not knowing anything else, would you say those moves are good considering the doubles and blanks and that we've got coming up? Yeah, the moves sound great. But again, as you say, it's difficult, isn't it? Because those moves maybe don't work for me on my free hit 27, no wild card and no free hit in 30 strategy. But yeah. it's it's so team dependent that that without DMing one of us and us seeing your team and telling us your exact strategy, those sort of questions are so difficult to answer, aren't they? Like yeah. there might be a team where selling Salah this week makes perfect sense. If you're wild carding in 28, selling Salah for De Bruyne or Sterling makes perfect sense. If you haven't yeah. got a wild card, then please don't sell Salah. That would be yeah, yeah. insane. And also, like Luke's just alluded to there, game week 30, you, you're bringing in two players there for a minus four that will not be playing in game yeah. week 30, which you get, unless you're free hitting in that week, which some people might be anyway, if you are, then yeah, those moves could work. And to be honest, Son and Brozier I would want in my team long term now anyway. Bowen is somebody yeah. I've been thinking about maybe getting rid of in a couple of weeks, but we'll see. Um, Summers says, is Liveramento over a Man United defender a good idea? I think if we hear the press conference from Hassan Hootel and he says that Peral or Peru or whatever the hell mm. you pronounce his name, if he's still got COVID, then Livramento, I think, is probably the, the optimal defender, isn't he? Yeah. Probably I the most so. likely to get the attack in return and and he'll get the he'll get the ninety minutes as well. Cheap as well. Very cheap. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I think I probably if, if we hear that that Livermanto is likely to play, I think I probably will go for him over Maguire. Yeah. Uh, Dominic Egan says, Rafinha against Spurs, is he a free hit option? Um, I would say no, only because there are so many other midfielders I want more and I'm struggling to get these midfielders in anyway. And I think Mares, Sterling, Son, Sancho, Bruno, Ward-Prowse are the six I want. And Rafinha would probably be the seventh, eighth, ninth choice for me, personally. 
and we also don't know if he's going to play. We, we yeah. I don't know what's going on there. The, they, it's odd, isn't it? The fact they took yeah. him off at half time the week before against Everton, and then he didn't play this week. There's obviously something going on. So yeah, I, I think you again, as I say, you're tripping up on Man City. Yeah. It's not worth taking the the rest of your team has to be safe. Um, Matthew Kent, I should know this, but can you make unlimited transfers after you press the free hit button? You can, but remember you're still subject to price changes. Um, I spoke to, it was speaking to you, wasn't I, Luke? And we were talking about um, uh, Bruno. You couldn't fit Bruno in. And there's talk about Bruno going down in price before it happens. It was like, we'll take Bruno out now, wait for him to go down 0.1 million, then you can fit him in. And it, yep. you can do that on free hit. That's absolutely fine. But just don't do what I did, or apparently Lynn did as well, which was uh, don't take Cancelo out if you brought him in ages ago because you're going to be able to pay full price. <laughs> um, Steve Matthew says, uh, as skip leg day. Yeah, but I think it's bicep day, he told me today. Um, Rich P says, best defensive United asset for free hit. Do you know what? For me, if Dallow was definitely going to start, it would be him. I think Luke Shaw is going to start. And I think if he does, I think he's the best defensive asset to go for personally. Maguire's had his one goal this year. Uh, so he's not going to be scoring another one. So I think I'm going to stick my neck out and say Luke Shaw is going to be the one. What about you, Luke? No, I'm, I'm going, I'm going Maguire. I think... Um... You boring boy. No, it's just... <laughs> I, I think everybody's obviously swayed by the gambler's fallacy, aren't they? That because he scored last week, he's now not going to score again. But... We saw it from Craig Dawson. You can score two and two. It's fine. Yeah, bloody hell. Uh, Noah David says, St. Maximan seems to be training and ready. Is he a good shout for game week 27, 28 and 29? Do you know what? I mentioned Newcastle on a pod, uh, on surgery pod at the beginning of the week. Trippier was the one. I wanted Trippier, but obviously he's now injured. I don't think it's an awful shout, personally. The problem is we've got so many doubles and things. They have a double in. They've got a horrible double though, haven't they? Or have they got a nice double? I can't remember now. Their doubles aren't great. Yeah. Uh, oh, they got they've got a double double, haven't they? Yeah, they've got they've got four games. They've got. I, um, I don't hate it personally. Mm. They got Brighton at home, and Southampton away in twenty eight, which is a strong double. And then they've got Everton and Chelsea away in twenty nine. Surprisingly, he's seventeen percent owned. I think that'll be from the start of the season, won't it? You'd have thought so. But I I genuinely I don't hate the idea. I, I, I think it's somewhere where it could be a if you're top hundred K, he's he's gonna be like 0.0% owned in the top hundred K. So I, I quite like him as a differential personally. I'd wait this week just to see yeah. if he's playing. But yeah, I I'd, I would love it if he's back. Yeah. And it, home games, they're so good at home at the moment. He could even play in game week 30. I think if to, for him to play in game week 30, I think they're playing Palace and that would mean that Palace have to lose to Stoke in the cup. Mm. Stoke are doing all right in the championship. So, you know, if we get a cup shock, you could have five fixtures in those three where some teams have got two. So I think that would, that would then be, make him a no brainer from 28 to 30, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like it. Uh, Man says, would you swap King for Weghorst for a minus four? Currently have 10 players and the empty spot is in midfield, which is Jota. I would, yes, get rid of King, get rid of any Watford forward you have, bring Weghorst in for a double game week and he can be your captain. So I will 100% say yes. 
Luke, you you own King. Would you do this move if you weren't free hitting? I I want to get rid of King desperately, but he just keeps sticking <laughs> around. Um, it's just, obviously, with my free hitting twenty seven, and then the fixtures coming out. Watford had a double, then I'm free hitting, then they have another double. Their double is horrible, but I can't see myself again. I genuinely think I'm going to go into that game week with double Watford up top again, and it's it's painful. It's painful. I, I tell you, with all this news of Russia, Ukraine, we're going to have a nuclear war, and all that's going to end up being on Earth is cockroaches and Josh King. I swear to God, <laughs> that's all that's going to be left on Earth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Finley Sinclair says, realise a Decancello blunder as well. Oh, I might start a support group. Um, FPL SWAT says, is this the toughest FPL season in history? Well, for him it is. He had a minus 180, didn't he, when he got hacked. So definitely for him. Oh, God, yeah. He's so, doing really well, actually. I think he's catching you up. He probably will overtake me. <laughs> no, yeah. I think um, this, this, this is just a season where I think players that are... I think a lot of us on Twitter are probably 10k to 50k players, probably the average FPL Twitter user. I think if the luck's gone your way, you could be top 1k. If the luck's not gone your way, you could be around 300, 200, whatever it might be. Um, for example, I wildcarded to make sure I had some Everton assets, bought in Calvert-Lewin, who <laughs> missed the penalty, and then the second game got called off. And it's around December, I ended up going into every single game week with like eight men. Every team that I had lots of players for, all their games got called off. So it's just, it's just the, the the luck of the drill this year. If you got on on the end of the luck, then fair play to you. And there's FPL in it. The FPL is always going to be luck yeah. driven. That's that's life. It has been a tough year, I will admit. And there's there's great players out there, but then it happens every year. Not quite like this, but yeah, I think it is quite been quite a tough year. Uh, Tibwa Kefas says, uh, sell one Robbo or Saka this week if you're not on free hit. Not on for yeah. I think you'd have to say Robbo, wouldn't you? Because at the end of the day, Saka's got potential. Saka's going to play in game week thirty, yeah. And he could have two doubles in that time as well. So he's got, definitely got a double in twenty nine, and he could have a double in twenty eight. So for me, there's 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 no there's an absolutely no chance you could sell Saka. It 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 yeah. doesn't make any sense when yeah. you've got five fixtures in three game weeks after this week. Whereas Robertson. I'm assuming you've got Trent, so you're going to get your clean sheet anyway. I, I'd, I'd be Robertson out, personally. Uh, no, I agree. Yeah, I think I'd be keeping Saka, 100%. Uh, Shakalaka says, Salah out for KDB if you have enough in the bank for a one-game-week punt. I'm assuming Ray's saying one-game-week punt, he's wild-carding next next week. Yeah, that, you that's think so, what yeah. I'm taking from it. Yeah, I, I, I think if you're wild-carding in 28, then go mad. If, if, you, you might, if you've got Salah and Trent, then get them out for... Um, De Bruyne and Laporte or yeah. whoever whoever might look Maguire and Sterling whoever I think that makes perfect sense uh St Ledger 84 says hey I have four blankers going into game week 27 would it be nuts to roll the transfer and ignore Burnley I quite like this because I feel like this is going to be Watford all over again we're all going to invest in Burnley have three Burnley and all of a sudden they do absolutely terrible because they're obviously near the bottom of the table and we're all going to go, oh, why did this happen? So I don't think it's that bad of, of, a, of a thing to do, to be perfectly honest, and then attack game week 28 and 29 with two free transfers. Yeah, I think the worst thing that could have happened to us was Burnley absolutely destroying Brighton and all of a sudden we're like, oh, they've turned a corner. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be great now. Um, 
yeah, they looked very, very good in the highlights, didn't they? So now we're all yeah. going to jump on Veghorst because he scored a goal and got a dodgy assist. So, <laughs> yeah, he'll it, it, be my captain, even though their expected goals are useless. They don't score any goals, but I'll be I'll be on their big striker yeah. all day long. Bit of fun, isn't it? Uh, Angus Chow says, thoughts on Triple Burnley defence of Pope me, uh, Pope me and Peters or Triple City mid? Ah, right, OK. So, well, not Peters, I'm assuming. You'd probably go with Roberts, wouldn't you? But Pope me, Peters and... Triple City midfield of Mara, Sterling and Foden. Um, I, I, that's the kind of thing you want to do in a free hit. You know, Burnley keep two clean sheets. Boom, you're loving life. Uh, that's what, 36 points from them. Uh, and then that triple up in midfield. I have thought about it. I have thought about ditching Cancelo and going for that three in midfield. But sort it's hard enough trying to pick four. Like I said, if you're going to go with that three up top. But I don't hate it at all. And it's the kind of thing you want to do in a free hit to really get ahead. A hundred percent, but at the same point, it's the sort of thing that could go so badly wrong, isn't it? If they don't, then don't get any clean sheets, and Veghorst gets two goals or three goals across the two. Yeah, it's, it's, it, all of a sudden you're probably getting a red arrow after using your free hit, which is not what you want to be seeing. No, uh, Andy Mack, pick any defender, uh, not Cancelo, for a one-week punt before wildcard in the twenty-eight. I think I think you've got to go for the double game week player, to be honest. And I think if you were looking for upside, I think if Roberts is going to play both, he is probably the upside player, isn't he? Yeah, Rob, Robertson or me, I think. Yeah. Got to be. Uh, Epplative says, can we talk about Sancho? Go back a little bit in the stream if you want to. And uh, we talk about Sancho in depth. So definitely go back and have a listen. Um, Tech XEO says... Gilmore or Alan as bench fodder? I don't think it matters, really, does it? Um, Gilmore? Yeah, I'd, I'd go Gilmore. <laughs> Alan got subbed at half-time the other day for having a terrible game. So I think, yeah, yeah you're, you're expected minutes. Gilmore's probably a bit higher. <laughs> yeah. Um, Matthew Wilkinson, how many playing subs should we aim for on a free hit? I, I think I've... you can get three quite easily, yeah. can't you? You definitely can get three playing players, even... Daniel Amati at 3.8 million. He does play. He's useless and Leicester's yeah. defence is rubbish, but he plays football. And so that's you don't, a positive. You, you don't need a playing keeper because Pope's got a double game week and he's going to be playing. Um, so you don't need that. So you can go, I think there's one for 3.8, 3.9. I think there is now. So, um, Lynn, do you actually trust United to keep a clean sheet? No. Um, Omar, no, they will try their best to concede second half. Exactly. We are so good first half. Second half, we're terrible. Um, <laughs> Mark, Robert's captain. What's not to love? Exactly. Go for it. Um, FPL Swat says, thanks, Irons. No problem. Uh, Flapjack says, West Ham Championship Heroes 2011-2012. Uh, that, that man lives rent-free in my head. <laughs> all, he, all he has to say is about our terrible season in 2012, and he's I'm, I'm chomping at the bit to just punch him. Champing at the bit. It, I'm, no ch- I'm chomping. As... I'm chomping. Uh, and last one, uh, Discord in my head says Saka, Martinelli, or both from game week 28 onwards. I'm on both, just so you know. Yeah. Would you Would you move to Martinelli now if you didn't own him? I think he's going to be a bit forgotten, personally. I think everybody's getting hyped up about Smith Rowe maybe playing up front, but we forget that before the suspension, it was all about Martinelli playing up front. So I really like Martinelli. And for his price as well, 
I think he's perfect. Do you think you can have him and Ramsey for sub 10 million? I, yeah. I think that's perfect going forward, personally. Yeah, it's just a difficult one, isn't it? The, 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 there's a lot of ta- young talent in that Arsenal team and one of them is going to miss out every week. Yeah. I don't know who it's going to be. And maybe because he got that red card, Martinelli is now going to miss out to Smith Rowe because he played well at the week. He, he might play well at, in this game and the next game and, and, and take his spot. Because at the end of the day, that's the only reason Martinelli's playing is because he came in and played well. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it's Lacazette. I feel like it's Lacazette that's going to miss time. I, I feel like... Yeah, I, they love this young team, don't they? And it and it's Saka, Smith, Rowe, and Martinelli, and then obviously it's it's now just Lacazette up top. And I feel like there's going to be games where Lacazette's going to be rested, and it's going to be one of them up top. Um, yeah. Be interested to see what happens. Job, though. Though. He does, does especially as as a leader. Did you see the other day when he got subbed off? Yeah, he got what subbed off, and he and. And Ketia got given the armband. He took it over to Xhaka and Xhaka said no. I did see that, yes. And then Tierney had to run over because Nketiah was kind of running about holding the armband. And Tierney had to run over and be like, oh, I'll put it on. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think without Lacazette on the pitch, he is he is a good leader. And he he, mm. he does, he gets into the team. And obviously there's a lot of youngsters around him. I think he's important. At, until the end of the season, I think he'll get a lot of minutes. I, I can't yeah. see it being the Martinelli or Smith throw up top that people are talking about. I, I, I think that will be something they progress to over the next few seasons. Fair enough. Right. What we'll do, I think we've answered quite a few questions there. I'm going to leave the screen on my free hit because it's obviously the better one of the two, Um, (laughs) which has already changed, so it can't be that good. Um, Thank you very much, everybody in the chat for joining us. Uh, We really appreciate all your questions at the end. uh, And despite my little hiccup there, uh, somewhere in the middle with my internet connection, uh, we had over 350 people listening, which was awesome. So thank you very much. Uh, Luke, hope you enjoyed your evening, bud. Thank you for coming on. Always lovely to chat to you, mate. Yeah, and t- until the internet ruins everything. But yeah, yeah. when the internet's going, I will love having a chat, mate. Yeah, I know. And I think we're going to try and have a few more chats as the season goes on, aren't we? Sure, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Uh, so everybody, thank you very much. I will be seeing you tomorrow on Scoutcast. So make sure you join us for that because we're going to be talking about free hit teams and also talking about... Uh, Uh, you know, everything else as well and looking forward as well. So um, thank you very much for joining us and 